0: Hello, and welcome to the C-Store Decisions Live podcast. I'm John Lovestock, editor-in-chief of Convenience Store Decisions magazine and the executive director of the National Advisory Group. Thank you for joining us. Please sit back and enjoy as we talk all things convenience retailing. Thank you for joining us for the C-Store Decisions Live podcast. I'm John Lovestock, and I'm joined today by Mary Brookshire, who is retiring from Weigel's after 41 years of service, and Kurt Weigel, who is a, what, uh, a 30th generation uh, Weigel family member there in Tennessee. <laughs> Close
1: to it. Feels like it.
0: Yeah. Uh, welcome, Kurt and Mary. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing great.
0: Good, so Mary, 41 years, very, very impressive. Uh, that puts you starting in our industry in about, what, 1979, roughly? Yes, sir. So uh, you've seen all the changes. I bet uh, you never thought the industry would change as much as it has. Uh, Weigel's probably didn't have food service, or uh, they probably weren't scanning, didn't have loyalty. Uh, tell me about some of the changes you've seen over the years.
2: Well, like you mentioned, the loyalty, the food, the bigger stores, more stores, hmm. more people. I started here we could have a meeting in the office with like 16 people and that was the extent of the business 16
1: managers in a room Mm -hmm.
0: and now Kurt what's the current store count
1: we're at 69 stores right now
0: very nice so Mary uh, I hear this a lot from people they say they took a job in the convenience store industry uh, you know, at a high school or at a college, and they never thought they'd be here 30, 40 years later. Uh, what was your impression back then? And what's your impression of the, of the industry now? It was
2: a slower pace when I started. And you got to know everybody. And it got faster and faster. Mm-hmm. And it grew. And I would know faces and didn't know names. And they go by store numbers and I didn't know where it was and just grown tremendously.
0: I'm sure. Uh, Over the years, you must have met so many customers. And this is something uh, I love to ask uh, people because we always talk about what makes a good employee. But as someone who's been on the front line and watching people for four decades, uh, what makes a good customer? What did you like in, in customers? What didn't you like?
2: you knew them, you knew their kids, you knew their families, you met their parents. It was it was a big family. They, mm-hmm. They'd go out of town, they'd be gone for two or three years and come back and say, oh, you're still here. Mm-hmm. Or they come back in 15, 20 years, oh, Mary, you're still here. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was a family. It was, they were my family.
0: And that's wonderful if I asked what you enjoyed most about your job, would that be at the people? Yes. Okay. What was it like, uh, I mean, I've gotten to know uh, Bill and Ken and Kurt uh, over the last uh, 20 years myself, uh, wonderful people. What was it like to work for Weigel's for 40 plus years?
2: I enjoyed every minute of it.
0: Family atmosphere there as well?
2: Yes. They always made me feel like I was part of their family.
0: Now, Kurt, uh, Mary, uh, obviously 41 years is is a long time, but you have a lot of, uh, the wireless family has a lot of long-time employees, don't they?
1: Yes, that's one thing we pride ourselves on. We don't let people retire until it's absolutely, you know, we have 35-year employees, 40-year employees. I mean, they stay with us forever, and we're very grateful for that, you know, because they they stick with us thick and thin, and they've been with us, you know, from the get-go, and we just appreciate them, you know, because like I said, they are a family. I mean, that's what I consider them every time. And it's it's an honor and a privilege to be with them because they're, they're just great people to be around and they do a great job for our company and they represent our company so well. So we're very lucky, very fortunate.
0: So how many times did you try to talk Mary out of retirement?
1: Oh, gosh. Mary, how many did you say on that? <laughs> four or five? About four or five years.
0: Okay. So uh, what's it like to not go to the store for the past uh, two weeks?
2: It's been hard to stay away from the store, but I I promised myself I wouldn't go back for at least three weeks (laughs) because I'd see something that I wanted to get done and it wasn't my job to do it anymore. So I just sort of have stayed away, but I plan on going back and seeing the customers and my employees.
0: Very nice. I also grew up in this industry and worked uh, in retail. And to this day, when I go into a store, it's just instinct. I'll start facing the products or if I see the product is missing from the shelf, I pull it to the front, turn it around. It's just something I I can't help. Uh, I bet I I see a lot of, uh, I see you doing that uh, in the future. Oh, yes. (laughs) So uh, in terms of uh, the biggest change, what, what would you say the biggest change is over the past 40 years? Is it uh, food service, technology? What the, would be the one biggest thing you've seen?
2: Definitely the technology and definitely the food service.
0: Okay. Uh, your store, did you guys have the uh, touchscreens and the, the made-to-order foods?
2: No, my store was a smaller store. I didn't have okay. all that technology.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, even loyalty, I bet, uh, is something that you probably couldn't have envisioned, you know, forty years ago.
2: I would have never imagined anything like that.
0: <laughs> now, uh, leading a team when you have uh, employees that work for you, you must uh, you feel a little uh, extra responsibility looking out for them professionally and then their personal lives. What What was it like to manage employees on a day-to-day basis?
2: I wanted them to feel comfortable. If something bothered them, I wanted them to share it with me. And we worked on it as a team, not just me and the person, but as a whole team from the whole store. And we had leeways and, you know, they asked for time off and they'd get another person to cover for them. And as long as they covered it, it was fine with me as long as I knew anything. So it was always a teamwork. It was not just one person, it was a whole team.
0: What uh, would be your one bit of advice to a new manager or new assistant manager coming onto the job on how to deal with people, how to deal with employees and how to build a team?
2: First of all, I'd tell them to relax. And there's no way that they could ever get to know everybody's name. So just remember their faces, remember a little something about them, like if they said their child was sick or their parents were sick, sort of ask about them the next time they come in. Just make them feel like you're interested in them. Mm
0: -hmm. And uh, for your employees, how uh, how much time did you spend trying to get to know them and trying to understand all of their problems, because that's probably an, an underrated part of the job that people don't talk about. Yes, you have, you have to manage them and you have to run a store, but you also want to get to know them on a personal level.
2: I always told all the new hires, come and talk to me about anything. If something's bothering you, we'll discuss it. We'll work it out. If you have a problem at home, leave it at home. Don't bring it to work. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And we just, we always got along.
0: And they must have appreciated that through the years and uh, come to trust in you as well.
2: And I think they still do.
0: (laughs) Very nice. So uh, let's talk about uh, working in the stores. Over You must have some good stories over uh, 40 years. So if I throw some questions at you real quick, what was your best day on the job?
2: My best day?
0: Best day, yeah?
2: Every day was the best day. <laughs> um,
0: was there anything that, uh, what surprised you the most? Any any surprises? Any weddings? Any births? Anything like that?
2: Not that I can recall.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: We invited to too many weddings and baby showers. and That's nice. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, how about uh, biggest surprise at work? Anything ever uh, take you by surprise?
2: Right off the top of my head, sir, I couldn't Uh, tell you. No problem.
0: Um, If we can, I'd like to just focus in on how the industry has changed uh, for a minute over the years. You know, we talked about uh, food and technology, but uh, how how have the people changed? Have people changed much? I mean, seeing people over 40 years, you really get a good sense of, of the community and the people you're serving. So uh, what, what's cha- what changed from a people standpoint?
2: I guess I live in a, a small community where everybody knew everybody. And even if you had new people coming in, they soon felt by coming in and everybody hollering, hey, how are you? They, they felt welcomed and they came back. And then I watched them grow up and their family. And it was just, they kept coming back and different generations and it was all amazing to me and I, I feel very close to them.
0: Yeah, After 40 years I bet uh, you've, you've literally seen the community grow up. Oh yes sir. That's very nice. So what are you going to do post-retirement? What is uh, someone who's worked on the front line in the battlefield for 41 years? what uh, What's next for Mary?
2: Well, the first two weeks I've done a little bit of nothing. <laughs> I just rested, tried to get my mind and body to work for staying up a little later, getting up a little later, instead of rush, 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 go to bed, get up, go to work. It's just been a little relaxing.
0: Very nice. And Kurt, for uh, as far as uh, Ligels goes, uh, how do you replace someone like Mary? How do you replace that experience and her relationship with the customers and, and the team she led?
1: You know, it's hard. I mean, it's it's, it's very difficult. You know, I always compare it to the uh, you know Tennessee analogy of Pat summit. You know, when a new coach comes in there and follows a leader like that, how do you follow it? You know, and Mary's got a good team there. That's one thing about her. She's built a good team, and she's probably one of our stores, I'd say, probably one of the two or three we have that's had no turnover in probably the last eight, nine years. And that makes a difference. You know, she's got the crew there, they know their job and their responsibilities and they do it. And I think, you know, her, her family, I know the store family loves her. I know the work, you know, the community loves her. And like I said, you can't replace it. You'll never replace her. I mean, she's, she's one of a kind, but the good thing is, though, I think she's got her people so well trained in what to do. I think they just, they just flow. I mean, it goes, and she's done a great job doing that. So I I know, you know, of course we're going to miss her, but I know that store's in good hands and, She'll, you know, she'll, she'll keep it going. She like, lives right down the road from it, so she won't let it burn down. So we're lucky on that. She'll be there every day.
0: I'm sure she's already threatened everybody to come back if they start misbehaving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mary, uh, if you wouldn't mind, just uh, if you could sum up uh, your career, you could sum up working in this industry, uh, you know, how would you sum it up? What, how would you describe your time?
2: Exciting adventurous, uh, so much progress, so many emotional, it's, it's really overwhelming when I think back and go forward to all the things I've experienced that you just can't put into words. It's a feeling.
0: It is. It's a, it's a great industry that, uh, I wish more people would recognize the opportunities that uh, that this industry offers because it is it gives you an opportunity to one have a great career and make good money and then two to get to know people and to uh, to help people and and that's a wonderful thing. So I'm uh, that's it, why when I hear stories about employees, uh, someone who's been with the company for forty you know thirty forty years, uh, it's always a treat to get to talk to them and. And hear a little bit about what they did. So uh, thank you very much uh, for coming off for a few minutes today and uh, telling us about your experiences. And uh, Kurt, if she decides, if she can't take it and goes back to work, you got to let me know.
1: Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, definitely will do so. And one thing I'll add, John, if I can't just real quick, the main thing about her is, you know, I'm 48 years old. Mary served me IC's when I was six. Mm-hmm. You know, that puts things in perspective pretty quick. I mean, she was one of the first managers that I ever got to know, you know, I grew up through the years. I have mow the grass in the stores in the summer. The same face I would see was always Mary and she was always so happy and still is always smiling, always genuine. You know, what you see is what you get, you'll never find a better employee because I tell you the customers in these communities love her. I mean, she's an icon, you know, it's a, it's a great thing and a great honor. So I'm just very fortunate and blessed to have her and glad she's part of our team.
0: And she probably has, how old are your kids? So she's got to meet your kids.
1: Yes, Fort 15 and 13.
0: It's come full circle. That's wonderful.
1: Definitely.
0: I want to thank uh, our guest today, Mary Brookshire and Kurt Weigel. Uh, Mary is retiring after 41 years in the convenience store industry. So congratulations to Mary and a big thank you to Kurt. So please join us for a future C-Store Decisions Live podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm John Lovestock and this is the C-Store Decisions Live podcast. If you'd like to join us on a future podcast, please email me at jlovestock at wtwhmedia.com. Have a great day.